What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Episode 123. 123. Mega Late Show. I am a host. I am Robinson Mega. Uh, the Mega Late Show is a Tokyo based hip hop and creative culture podcast. New episodes every Tuesday and Fridays. Usually part two comes on Tuesday. It's just the way we had things lined up. And this is part two of episode number 123. Uh, this is not really like a guest type of episode. This is mostly just uh, homies kicking it. I had DJ uh, Double L, who was a previous guest on the podcast. Uh, and also my brother, MC Buddha, who's been on a handful of times. You've probably approached almost 10 times being on the podcast at this point, I think. <laughs> But yeah, you know, um, Buddha is uh, an event organizer out here. He's a beat maker, an MC, uh, one of the members of the Bridge, which is a kind of hip hop uh, uh, collective, you might say. A lot of people there. So what's up, Buddha? How you doing, man? Great, great, great. We eating a bunch of candy, talking shit, <laughs> thinking about going to Scott Popular's uh, pop up shop in Harajuku if we can manage to, uh, you know, weaving out, weaving and out of all the coronavirus folks. Keep it <laughs> careful, you know dangerous on these japanese streets supposedly but um yeah man uh to for for this part we're not going to rock for too long we're going to share some new music that uh the buddha's got coming out uh, we'll talk about that a little bit probably talk about some other albums and things that we're listening to and uh yeah just keep it funky man so what's up buddha what are what's you up, what's up? i know you got a new project coming yes. out right so yeah um my beat making alias is grilla beats um Actually, there's a uh, there's numerous Jew Rillas out there that I've uh, come across, mm. but I'm the real G Rilla, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let them know, let them know. Make sure you check that out. It's G um, hyphen hyphen R I L L A H. It got the H in there, right? <laughs> I do like the climax, so you should keep it that way, though. G Rilla Climax. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially if there's more people, it kind of is an easier way to set yourself apart from people who rocking that same name. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I do like it. I appreciate it. All right. And and your new project is coming out when? Uh, it's coming out September 9th, twenty twenty. Okay, so it'll be out by the time that this episode comes out. Then. Yes, sir. Yeah, it'll have just come out. Yes. So tell, yeah. tell me about it. So yeah, this project was. Um, so yeah, I enjoy making beats, and um, I made I had made like a whole bunch of loops, and um, what happened? I'll tell you the whole story. So Maya Hatch, Maya Hatch, my wife and I were out, and we was checking out uh, Aaron Cholai's show, and that's the show that um, afterwards we was drinking, and, and Mega you came out too. And we was doing arm wrestling and all kinds right. of shit. Right. Um, where was that? Uh, <laughs> that was in uh, Shimokitazawa. Yeah, Shimokita, right. Yeah. So after ha after that, you know, after we had drank, we were leaving and we heard some music coming out of RPM, which is a live music bar. So we had went down in there and we had jammed out with a couple of uh, university students. And uh, I had ran into uh, a dope saxophonist and she... She uh she had known who we were because we had went like the previous year to um to Shikoku Shikoku to do a live and uh, she's from Ehime and she had saw us live and uh, she said she definitely wants to you know get together and work together sometimes and I was like yo I I want to work with you shit mm. you a dope ass saxophonist so uh, we had got together a couple times. The first day she came over, she recorded a couple jams, and then Mega, you came over that day too, and I yeah. listened to those jams. Yeah. And uh, from then on, we had got together maybe about three or four times, and we had uh, accumulated up to about uh, ten songs. So we decided to just to put them out. They were real dope when I first heard them, but it was also like the real early stages. Like you said, she just right. just came over, right. and you had just laid out some of uh, some of you had just started laying out the framework for the tracks, right. and already they were dope. Because right. I mean, it's all live saxophone, and you know, provides really interesting movements with your production style. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is it? What is her name? Mario. Her name is Mario. That's an. I mean, that's like a real Japanese joint that <laughs> throws American folks off, right? Right. Okay. I mean, Mario. Shut up. 
I don't know how I feel about that. That's kind of, I mean, it's it like not to diss her name, but it's it must be an interesting childhood. I mean, the most yeah. popular Mario out here would be Super Mario. Exactly. So she probably get that a lot. I'm surprised she, she continued to use that in her adult life. Why? Like, yeah. Why not just cut off that? Oh, Mari. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Mario. Yeah. Shout out to Mario. Yeah. What? I definitely let like I like. People have called me up when I was working with her, and I was like, yeah, I'm working with Mario. And it was like, oh, tell him I say what's up. Yeah, where, where, yeah. <laughs> what's that fool doing these days? Okay. What, what is the name of the project? Uh, the project name is GU. Um, not not biting off of the, you know, Uniqlo GU right. thing, but um, GU, just like free. It came, this, uh, this album came along like really freely. Like, she came over a couple times. We just jammed out. There were a couple of jams that she hadn't even listened to yet, and she just improvised on top of them when I pressed record. And, like, they just came out so smooth that we was like, yo, let's, let's use this shit. This shit mm. crazy. So, uh, yeah, G.U. Yeah, why, don't you, uh, why don't you play a couple of them? All right, show. Yeah. Let me turn this down some. Now, um, for people who are in the stateside that don't really know um, G.U., G.U. Is, is like the... The sister company of Uniqlo. Yeah. I guess if you describe it, it's like Uniqlo is the gap, GU is Old Navy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> kind of like the cheaper version of it with, with a little bit different on it. Yeah. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. So, yeah. There we go. Oh, I'm going to start off. Are there any vocal features on the album? There are on, on uh, certain songs. On this song, no. Okay. This is one that she uh, improvised with. Like, uh, she didn't hear the beat yet, and I just pressed record, and she just started playing, and she just blew me away. Mm. You recorded this right at the house? Yes. She's killing it, too. This isn't one of the ones that you played for me before, I don't think. Nah, this this is one of the new ones. Has it got a name? This one, uh, Free You, G-U. Okay. Where will people be able to find the album? Uh, it'll be up on um, uh, Bandcamp, um, Spotify, Apple Music. Okay all the digital platforms I'm thinking about making cassette tapes too anybody want to go out and buy a old school cassette tape player tape yeah. player <laughs> I don't have a tape a tape player a tape I got tape. you I got yeah. three of them yeah hook it up I'll put it in here yeah I, I complain about that sometimes like yo why people push up tapes like I ain't never got no tape player and also the sound quality but when it comes to beat tapes beat tapes actually sound really well over that magnetic tape right. hiss it gives it a little bit of flavor yes without having to put the tape hiss filter on it you know right, what I mean right, it's right. got a, a organic tape hiss this is really smooth though man I, thank you saxophones bro. are so hard they just yes. make shit seem like it, it always reminds me of like 80s city pop or yeah. like some real like inner city like they used to put saxophone on a lot of shit back in the yeah. day you know yep. like hit that yep. saxophone solo so this is a this is really dope thank you man same thing i thought when mario just started playing on them i'm like damn i'm about to just put this shit out on saxophones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just keep on letting them rock, man. We keep on uh, talking over them. Thank you. We got some rain on there. It's rain. Yes, sir. Rain up. Mmm. The raindrops shoot. Hope you bought your rain. Is that you? Yeah. Rain, rain, go away. Come again some other day. Gotta be some other way to get through this pain. Yo, get of the rain, ignite your brain. Light up and guide your flame. Even in the pouring rain, you'll never take away our flame. Nah, puffin' on that coke sign. Let me dust that dope sound. It's a cold world, so I got you a sweater. They say the rain. Oh, yeah, phone call, come phone call. Is that Killerverse? Killerverse. Answer it. 
Answer? Yeah, yeah. Yo, kill the verse. Hey, what, what up? up, man? Hey, yo, you are live on the Mega Late Show right now. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real? What's up, what's up? <laughs> uh, chilling, fam. Good to hear your voice. It's been what's a minute. What's up, nigga? What, you just laying low with the coronavirus and everything? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, just laying low, but I'm actually... <laughs> I'm not supposed to be at right now. So... So... Yeah, so I was just sitting to see if you... Oh, were, yeah. I'm actually going to hit that up um, right after this. Um, All right, for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to... I'm debating whether or not I'm going to run through or not, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like 60-40 for no right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just increase his vibes, though. Yeah, yeah. Kill I the verse. Say, before you <laughs> called, I was, I was like 50-50. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm not, right. cause you know I'm not even supposed to be out. Boy, really, but fuck it, I'm already out here. What's up with you though, Killer Verse? You got new music coming out? Yeah. Yeah, I got I got some, some new stuff I'm I'm trying to do. So right. I'm trying to do uh, you know the Yo Jamal thing for Halloween. So I'm gonna do a part two. So, you know, every Halloween I'm going to do Yo, do me a favor, man. Come record with me uh, in October and share some of the Yo Jamal joints. Yeah, I'll send you some dates. We could have you and Buddha come in here uh, like uh, early October and and, uh, we could could share some of your joints and talk about the new projects. Bet. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool, man. I'll be down. Yeah, we so almost I'm, done. I'm Probably like another we're, we're doing this 30 today. minutes at the most. Done, yeah. We're going to keep it light today because it's just me and Buddha right oh, now. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah. So All right. Oh, okay, okay. All right, sure. All right bet. All right, so, so I'll see you guys. All, All right, yo. yo. Take care, man. Peace. Peace. Peace of dawn. All right, yo. Peace. Hey, there we go. Hey. hey, right back to the music. That's what's up. <laughs> you ever had any guest callers call in? Nah, nah, that's the first. I, actually, <laughs> I like the vibe, so you know hey, what yeah, I mean? it was we might nice. have to start doing that and shit. We might just it reminded me of those MTV call-ins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could just do that. In fact, we just you know just call people, get their opinions. I think I might start doing that. Let me tell you. Buddha, we like we earlier, you know, we were talking about getting together and collaborating and doing yes, something sir. like that. You know, I was thinking more on it because I hit up I hit up uh, J-Rock and was like, yo, let's do some video things. I got right, nothing right. in mind too extravagant, but we should maybe try to do something like this, like where we we have, you know, we record, maybe set up a camera and live stream it. Right. And then we could have phone people calling in and shit like that, you know, yeah. just rocking essentially like this. That would be dope, man. Yeah. You know, bring that in, would be fine. you know, we could have um, like Happy Days Beats come through. He can do the music. You know, right. sit here, do the music, we'll set the camera up. You know, J-Rock helps us stream it. And then we just kind of have like a mega late show. Podcast. Uh, meets the Not, bridge. Like, like podcast. A, what's that shit called? Video. Yeah, a VOD. A VOD. VODcast. VODcast. <laughs> live VODcast. Hell yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we should do something like that, man, if we can. You know, have the window open, just have a good time yeah. during the afternoon. Uh, something like this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, definitely. let's figure it out, man. Let's try to get that popping. Maybe we could do that. Uh, maybe we could set that up with uh, Killer Verse. Yeah, for that episode of Halloween joint. All right, all right. Maybe we. Maybe since it's going to be night, we could do like a nighttime vibe joint. Like start in the like around five o'clock. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And just have it get a little dark behind us. That would be dress dope. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We can put on a little <laughs> costume. You know what I mean? Like a Halloween joint. Right, right. Yeah, a live stream Halloween type of thing. Yeah, I'll be down for that. Right. Well, we should we should we should talk more about that off air. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Because I did want to have more, uh, you know, you bringing in a lot of the beat makers and shit like that. We did the joint with Ra Ra Raj, mm-hmm. and that was dope. You know, yeah. people like that. So yeah, or we still rocking with the all your beats and shit, right? Yes, the sir. new album. Yes, like it. Appreciate it. Yo, 
Killer versus Beast is real fire, man. Yeah. You really, really need to just share that with me more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need more of that in my life. Like, some of the joints he played when we recorded with The Bridge, like, I haven't been able to find him anywhere else. And that one joint I, I really like a lot to the point that I was going back to listen to the podcast just so I could listen oh, to real? that song again. Hey. Yeah. He, he, he got a lot. He got a lot in the chamber. It's like, um, he got a lot in the chamber, but he... I feel he he about to put him out pretty soon. He he come across as like one of those not like a perfectionist, but like a person who's like yeah. he just waiting like. Let me he see. Got to make sure I'm it's a, the best sure time and it's good. Right, yeah. right. He's, <laughs> it's he's good just for the waiting timing. on his Q-tip shit. Like, yeah. yeah, but you know I like his production style a lot and his and his rapping uh, undoubtedly. But but yeah, I like more of that. Right. Also, I like the name Yo Jamal. Just yeah, yeah. Play some more of that. We we'll get that going. <laughs> We'll shoot for that though, man. Yeah. You've been listening to uh, any of these new albums that came out? You listen to New Nas? I listen to the New Nas. Let's talk about New Nas. New Nas. Yeah. While while we play these beats in the background, <laughs> what what do you think about it, man? Um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, uh, after Illmatic, Nas took me for a, a journey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was never the same, Nas. Right. But um, Nas always kind of kept it consistent. He's always kept doing his thing. And um, even this time, you know, like, um, what was it? King's Disease, right? Yeah. That's why I went to the hospital last week. I thought I had that King's shit. I, was like, I got a King's disease. What's going on? I'm fucked shit, up. Shit, that here. King disease don't end. Yeah. We, we got that shit forever. Right, right. Yeah, there's no cure for that. Yeah, just it's progressive. But. Yeah. But I thought it was very interesting. Um, there was that thing that went out with uh, the Doja Cat. Oh, he yeah, was he like, didn't yeah, have that line. Yeah, he had that line in there. He was talking about, I think that's on, uh, what is it, Ultra Black? Yeah, song, Ultra, Ultra Black. Black. Yeah. What, I mean, did he, what did he mean by that line? Well, you know, there was like, um, obviously he was talking about embracing dark skin and being happy to be black. And then he mentioned how like he wasn't like a Doja Cat, mm-hmm. where a few months ago, there was a lot of things that came out where it appeared as though um, she was going to these like predominantly white chat groups where people would kind of berate her blackness. And she would also talk down her blackness. And and it seemed as though that she was really on some self-hating shit, right? Oh, like okay. hating her black side. Because I guess her, her dad is the one that's black and he left the mom. And so that coupled with some of the songs that she came out with before she blew up, like the titles were real suspect, like real kind of, um, you know, I don't want to use the term alt-right because a lot of these things precede that term as like a specific movement. But a lot of those 4chan um, type of websites that are kind of these breeding grounds for uh, the right and kind of, uh, you know, racial bigotry, she was participating in some of those things. And apparently she was doing like people were calling her like the N-word and just being nasty. And she was calling herself that and like doing sexual type of stuff for these things and oh, really right. just you know selling herself out yeah. Kind of, yeah and so all that stuff came out and you know uh it, it didn't look good okay so when you got somebody especially in a time like now it don't look good yeah. when you're a self-hating black person yeah it never does but that's where that line came from i guess i see okay i didn't follow doja cat all that much like that like i, I saw her milk or the cow video yeah. when it first came Bitch out cow right and you know like a couple of homies they right. they stuck to doja cat so you know I, I saw that every once in a while i thought she was fire you know everyone i was like damn okay she had some lines and stuff right. i was like, okay well you know when that song came out like uh, i remember late played it on a podcast and we were all like oh that's funny that's an interesting approach initially i thought she was like a independent artist who just kind of blew up but mm-hmm. apparently she's got some the machinations of the industry are behind her okay. pushing her a little bit and and she she's an artist i think you mm-hmm. know like she makes her music it's it's her approach and I don't think that there's anything wrong with the type of music she makes, but it's also not really my my Cup lane. Of tea. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, like um, I, I really just don't listen to a lot of stuff that is in that same vein. So I'm right. not personally invested in her being a dope person, right? Any more than I am with even like Beyonce, right? You right. know, but I am appalled by self-hating black people. Mm-hmm. I hate to see it. Yeah, I hate to see it. And yeah. when I heard that, I was like, ugh. Yeah, I, I guess I, I 
I um, this is the first time I'm even hearing about it, but like I haven't heard it and I ain't seen her do that, so it's still uh, again. Ain't I, I'm not. That. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I explained the situation very clearly either, or if right, I had right, all the right. shit right. But that's how I recall it. Right, right. that's how I recall. It. These right. beats are fire too, Buddha. Oh, appreciate These it. These are really dope. Thank you, yeah. sir. It's, it's providing a good uh, musical bed oh, for okay. us to speak over. But, <laughs> but back to the back to the Nas shit, man. Um, I think it's safe to say that I'm a fan of Nas. I like Nas. I have been somewhat personally invested in his success as an artist mm-hmm. since i was you know uh a little kid i guess like yeah. you know 10 12 years old probably when i first started really appreciating who he was and when he was just blowing up really you right. know and um i love illmatic i didn't love it was written i like a few songs i didn't love nostradamus i didn't mm-hmm. love a lot of joints stillmatic is great lost tapes one is great yeah stillmatic was great for me because th- that's when i got into battle mm. and i was like damn when he came out with that fork jersey what that yeah. nigga been on my dick i was right. like what i was yeah, like, right. I was like He's gonna do that like, right. i was yeah. like yo he just did this jay-z on his album son yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, was, I mean that's that's like a, a really huge moment and i'm, I'm yeah. of the the camp that thought <laughs> ether won that battle you know what right. I mean? takeover is a better song but ether won the battle yeah. right and i've liked both of those guys for what it's worth but i've also been very much an underground hip-hop head mm-hmm. so my sensibilities for what i like in rap and what i like people talking about and the the type of sound motifs and aesthetic has been left of his kind of contemporary boom bap approach to hip-hop so i like life is good fine um a lot of his other projects miss for me yeah and this joint to me is is like it i think it's i'll feel comfortable saying that i think it's his best project in a long time at least since life is good but it doesn't it's not really there's nothing wrong with this project the raps are good for what Nas is rapping about the beats are great. Hit Boy really kills a lot of the beats. The approach is really cool. It's dope to see the firm kind of come back together. But there's a lot of bars in there that I don't care about. I yeah. don't really care about this. Nothing was like waving gats at nuns and yeah. shit like that. Like, whoa. Like, yeah. the imagery wasn't there like Illmatic right. was there. When Illmatic hit your ears, it was like, yeah. how can you say that type of yeah. shit? Like, what, it, what the f- damn it it was raw and and, and, you know it it speaks to a specific moment in time and it became timeless you know you put on any of those tracks you can play that album front to back with no skips and it's still phenomenal and it's tough as an artist to meet that when your first album is largely considered the greatest hip-hop album ever like a lot of people feel that way um this joint though like i appreciate that there's a maturity to Nas right but at the same time like I don't I'm not interested to me he's not kicking knowledge right like it's real simple shit to me it was like back in the day it was like that street knowledge not to the point of conscious right hip-hop knowledge but it was that street knowledge that you would kick and you would be like oh I know what the nigga talking about type shit but then now it's like kind of getting preachy right (laughs) and it it very much is it's like on some like like yo I read you know some article about africa you know this is some real we was kings mm-hmm. type of shit and it's like yo that's useful that's dope but you're not really hitting me with anything conscious right i do appreciate that you're like a grown man who's made a a, a different life for what could have been his life trajectory that's dope but right I, I don't care about you using big words and trying to signal some intelligent shit to me that i just feel is kind of simple yeah. And it's that's that's being overly critical of the content, I guess. In a way, mm-hmm. it's being overly critical. But I don't I don't see it much different than the artists that try to hit you with like a lot of suffix raps that sound right, smart, right, like right. education, stimulation, yeah. my meditation, space station. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it's like that. It's like a lot of hollow signaling of intelligence. Yeah. And and it's tough when you listen to artists that have something more to say mm-hmm. about things, and so. It's, it's got some really good joints on it. I right. like Ultra Black. I like um, The Cure. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great Nas album. Yeah, but I like I th- the one with AZ on it. Um, the, the Firm joint, right? The Firm one, yeah. yeah. 
I was like, wow, okay. Um, yeah. I like how they t- kind of took it full circle about like, you know how like back in the day they would never rap about a woman like that, mm-hmm. and you know with self respect and like you know like treasuring women and being like yo I was in the wrong because I was like right. this, you know what I mean like taking it in that aspect right. I was like okay fire that's being a man right. that's being a man about right. it we we actually <laughs> you and I actually had a situation a couple of weeks back where we was like right. how do you feel about this person with us talking about women like that right it was like yo like two women like that it's like yo that's some real goofy shit right yeah and, and we were both on the same page but the foxy verse didn't really capture and the it, same <laughs> energy dog. like on that song it was like your pussy this and pussy yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, oh so we <laughs> I was like, we're going a whole different direction with this. Like, right. yeah, it's like, yeah. Got- no, it, it makes you kind of think about it because, yo, all these men is kind of like going in one direction. Right. But then, like, yo, these women, like, especially in the rap game now, yeah. they talking about the same shit that men right. been talking about. Right. Like, yo, suck my pussy and go yeah. home, motherfucker. Like, we, I'm like, Damn. I mean, one of the more <laughs> recent, like, big moments in, in mainstream rap was the wet ass pussy joint. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that is, you know. <laughs> Uh, that is that is wild. Yeah, that that's is one a, of the greatest songs ever. Because right. it's like yeah. fuck, like wild. Right. Yeah, and, and I I can appreciate women uh, having the opportunity to voice them them and express themselves like that. But that's not the vibe for me. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. I think like, they they kind of so. secretly trying to get back at men. They sure. kind of secretly be like, yo, I'm gonna treat you like right. that too. It is it is <laughs> you know, and rightfully so in a lot of ways. What we were talking about, we did take a pause though. Oh, uh, but. Hey. But the shit that I mean, like we was talking about oh, right, the, the, right. The, the women, it, it, how, how they become like, what well, I don't know how they call that women masculinity. Well, it, Masculin- well masculinity <laughs> in woman terms. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is it is like self empowered type mm-hmm. of you know. There there's been a, a big movement about that. There's like a certain aspect of. Um, uh, feminism that that is very much a reaction to that and that radical form of self-expression, which is fine. If men can do it, women can do it just the same. Right. But you know, it also speaks to some of the kind of tropes that we have in mainstream rap music uh, that that men have been doing this. Uh, maybe not so much a, to a pronounced degree, where there's complete song that makes right. it to mainstream Billboard success that is like, yo, suck on my dick, suck on my dick, but. Most of the music has those type of themes of kind of the the most base aspects about blackness, yeah. right? Are are pronounced. It's like we're we're, we're hyper capitalists about spending money, driving the most opulent fucking yeah. fancy cars, yeah. um, hypersexual, uh, yeah. toxically masculine towards women, and just you know drugs and 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 that kind of culture. That when women do it, everybody kind of turns ahead, and and that's. That's not dope, but neither is the other shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I personally don't rock with that. Right. So, so it I mean, was there, a there, there have been a couple of women in within our history that gotten away with it. Not yeah. got away with it, but have like made it work for them. Right. Like Little Kim. Right. Um, right. Gangsta Boo. Um, Trina. Uh, Trina. Trina uh, um, I mean, yeah. but that, that's like a part of it, right? Like, it, right. it's like. One side of the coin is playing this music that gets the men in the club to be like, yeah, 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 bitch. And the other side is the the women in the club to get the, the women yeah, going, yeah. yeah, 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 nigga. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So it, it's for the same demographic. Right. You know, it's just that now um, rap music is in a much different space than it was um, in terms of like out like its reach. Mm-hmm. Like you look at the top 10 billboard charts and a lot of those tracks are rap tracks right pop rap tracks it's yeah. not it's not you know this underground artist or you know this type of there ain't no quality on there yeah so it's speaking of these tropes and and i don't even know if Nas would make the billboard tracks with, with his music so either, either yeah. but you know hearing foxy on that Nas track while the guys is talking about this was kind of like oh that's a little tone deaf mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's but but i mean everybody else to me sounded cool but i didn't like the foxy verse all that much mm. yeah but I know it wasn't matching with everybody else verse kind of like like kind of like growing and seeing and kind of like okay this this is maybe not the way of my life anymore type type feel right it it felt like everybody was like yo this is dope that we get together we're grown now we're approaching this a little differently 
on this track and then foxy brown was like okay i'm gonna hit him with the same type of verse that i did <laughs> in 2000 you know what i mean that's kind of what it felt like to me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it was dope Hell to yeah. get it was she repeated a couple lines a couple times and i'm like mm. i wasn't i wasn't feeling that yeah it would have been dope to have nature on that track too yeah. if they would have got nature it would have been dope there are a lot of really dope tracks. O- overall, I I can appreciate um, contemporary, like I guess like a modern contemporary adult rap hip hop mm-hmm. shit, which is very much the lane that that Nas is in. And I I think that you know his legacy is unquestionable. He's one of the greatest to do it. But personally, I might be past that space where I can appreciate it as much as um, I would have you know right. 10 years ago yeah. 15 years ago already i was in a different space like yeah i mean like even even now like even going throughout the years like when Nas would put out albums i would still always compare it to illmatic to like it wouldn't be as as good as it could have been right. in in you know yeah. if i didn't like you know put it down or whatnot but like actually like listening to like the albums afterwards and like seeing Nas's growth and which kind of direction where he was going to you know he was he was he was for the people yeah and like you know you you could you can tell that within all of his albums he he definitely he saw he saw the direction that you had to go to be successful in mainstream rap music mm-hmm. and he decided to just stay in his certain lane right you know and i can appreciate that and he's found success in a lot of ways he put a lot of cats on that were just like dope artists like I think he had Fashawn signed to uh, his his uh, imprint for a long time, and Fashawn is just a dope MC rapper, a rapper's rapper, and he puts on a lot of people. I don't follow him as closely as maybe I should, but yeah, this was this is definitely one of the better Nas albums that has ever come out, in my opinion. Right. And um, if I was a huge Nas fan, I would be more than happy with this. Right, right, yeah. right. He got, I mean. Hit Boy's beats mm-hmm. work with yeah. Nas over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those beats are fire. Like I had, I, I wasn't paying attention. I had one of the joints come on. I was like, oh, who is this? Mm-hmm. I was like, whose beat is this? And then yeah. I was like, oh, Nas starts rapping. I was like, oh shit, I've kind of for, forgot. Yeah, yeah. But he's dope, man. But when it comes to that type of lane of like some, is that the last track? Yeah. Okay, let me put on, let me put on some joints. But w- here, I'll play some of this Nas shit actually. Right. Like, listen to this beat. This is not a Nas. Yeah. traditional Nas style beat like yeah yeah it, it, it was cool to hear him listening to I mean rapping on top of different right. different fields too many changes you change from your greatness yeah. become a byproduct of yourself all for the paper regardless the market see you as an old ass artist the McCartney's live past the but then I can also see him yeah. rapping this whole album to himself right and that's where I was like okay this is a damn good album kind of like out of the all of them that he made, this yeah. is a good album yeah. that he made, I feel. Yeah. I haven't liked a lot of his stuff over the last 20 years. I've appreciated it for what it's worth. I feel the same way about Jay. I haven't liked right. a lot of Jay-Z over the last 20 yeah. years, but <laughs> but you know, it's cool to see it. This is a good album. Yeah, him and Jay say the same thing though in this album. They say, yo, they don't like my old shit then listen to the right. clue tapes or listen right. to the old album. I think he said that exact type of line though. But, but you know, when it comes to, like, people rapping well over dope beats, saying things like this, I just came across another artist the other day um, who I was like, yo, he, he's dope. He's, he's insightful um, to, to things that are going on today, the, the right. kind of social ills, but also just rapping it well over dope beats. And I find, I, I like, I'd much rather listen to, like, this cat named Quadri. Um, he, he's dope I just heard about him as an MC the reason I found him is because Jansport J mm-hmm. produced the whole album and I think that this cat Quadri is like just like yeah bars I like and Jansport J is one of my favorite producers but let me play a little bit of this shit hold on My Grammys even pretty peep the shit I had to face. A lamb in the land of lions had to grow fangs and claws. Then I grew wings, kind of like a chimera. It's different little Hold on, hold on. This is one. But this is adult contemporary, just grown folks rap shit, you know what I mean? Saying shit. 
guards are at attention. Bowling catapults at the fence. Stuck within the walls. Arthur is the doers listen. CEOs whispering. Crow signal the bar. The empire coming down. Bill moving with the sickness. Chickens coming to roost. That's the theory again. Another beast on the loose. They rather niggas the fence. They kind of remind me a little bit of Outcast. Everybody know the rules, but the net's still wide. Us in the melting pot getting swept up and lynched. They can kill a whole country. Can't keep you from getting sick. I think we've been hood. See, that's like real time. Kill a whole country can't prevent yeah. you from getting sick. He got bars about it. But yeah, yeah, man, I like it. Like, it's Quadri and Jans for J. The album's called Don't You Weep. It's fire. All the show shut down, campaign on pause. But you know young boy, I got an album to drop. I feel for all the artists that the year was gonna make stars. Nothing really better than the real thing. Some states open bars, some stick in the quarantine. My state hit hard, they compared to Italy. My family always got granny, make sure we stand clean. Hit you with the light saw, staying six feet. I just sit there and think She asked me what's on my mind I said business and things Started talking about God This time ain't tuning out Sick drenched in the blood Little cousins acting out We protected With basically the gist Better enjoy your life Instead of waiting to get sick It's all here Real love family We waiting on the fall Hoping it don't happen It's our country after all this beat is the same sample loop that um, the Alchemist used on the Realist joint with Mob D back in like 2000. For real. Oh. <laughs> right? And this is one of the dopest Koji rap up. verses ever. Yeah. The undisputed. Koji rap's verse on this is. For street niggas living with their lives on the line. For young guns coming up. Can I play Koji rap's verse? Of course. For niggas out slinging like four in the night. For your man's not snitching when the pressure was tight. For pistols that don't jam when it's time to strike. For bootleg liquor on a Sunday night. This be the realest shit you heard in your life. Here we go. Yo, when the gas refill, your cash get pilled. And that's the tail. Fuck the bitch ass and switch fast. Niggas that lack the real. When the slugs burst, she rappy aiming at your mug first. Niggas is bloodthirst. We see who get blood worse. We dug earth to place you. Put the nickel bladers to your facial. Bullets ain't racial, kid. They only hate you. My nine will seem like it's a time machine. BC date you. Jacking you more than Ripper. My fifth's an organ shifter. The human organism lifter. You'll be hearing organs if you're leaving orphans. If you let these fools hit you with a law splitcher. A four pitcher. The bump has. Dog, he's so raw. My nine will seem like it's a time machine. BC to date you, jacking you more than Ripper. My fist's an organ shifter, the human organism lifter. You'll be hearing organs if you leave an orphans. I'll be jacking you more than Ripper. Nah, he's, I mean, I he's so fire. I can't listen to much after that because that shit had it was ring right? in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> Jack you more than Ripper. Yeah, Ripper. He's he's dope, man. He's really dope. So. Yeah, but I'll play a beat right quick. What, what else you uh, what do you got in the headphones, man? You been listening to anything new? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't listened to Okay. Um, my homie HD and uh, the homie Laika from West Tokyo just put out an album. I don't know Laika. Is it a rapper? Laika is a rapper. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Nihonjin. Japanese cat? Japanese cat, okay. yeah. Mad at Levi. You ain't got that on the, uh, on the internet? I play do. some of that. I'd like to play some of that. Yes, sir. Yo, and this beat right here is um, another one of my favorite producers is out right now. His name is Spectacular Diagnostics. He is having a crazy year. Like, everything he puts out is just lovely. Yeah, he just dropped a new album um, uh, or a new single. Uh, his album that came out this year is called The Beautiful Music, No Spaces, and uh, came out in July. It's dope, but he's dropped, like, two singles since then. Just really, really... A dope variety of beats, a dope variety of sounds. Like this joint is mad smooth, but but yeah, you got it. Hold on, let me uh, yes, come down on this. So there's that new Happy Days beats, Daika. Oh, beats is all Happy Days beats versus Laika. Got me with more 
Yo, that beat is disgusting. This is um, this is really dope. I, I'm not familiar with this cat at all. Yeah, this is a uh, Laika. Um, they actually go by a, a crew called Mad Love Vibes. Okay. It's a um, Laika and Obutu. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the perform uh, at uh, Nobu's going away party. Maybe. Right, right, right. right. Hella energetic. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the cats. Is this the heavier set cat? This is the heavier cat. Okay. Yeah. He definitely don't have the same energy as the other cat. The other cat right. is wildin'. Yes, sir, he was. Now, this is dope, though. They got a whole album? Yeah, so it's What, a what is the name of it? It's called Dusk, uh, Dawn to Dusk. Dawn to Dusk, gotcha. Yeah. Let me find out. I'm going to pull that up right now. Can't find that shit. Uh, happy days. Happy days beats, yeah. Got it. I actually been listening to this new cat um that I just been put on to uh by him actually uh through Beat the Best. We was doing like a, a couple of um, in live stream interviews, mm. and a cat named RCA. He from the BA, Bay Area in mm. uh, in Cali, and uh, he hit me up and he had sent me some of his jams, and they like they was all like old uh, old school R and B jams. Right. And like I was like, damn, this this is a nice little flavor. Is this it? No, no, no. This is still HD. Oh, this B sounds dope too. Yeah. Mm, it's it's going to be an R&B flavor, yeah. though. <laughs> oh, this is definitely like some uh, 90s R&B. Right, right, right. This sounds like some shit that um, Submerse be making or like uh, Devin Morrison type of shit. Yeah. It'd be on that vibe. Submerse and uh, Fitz Ambrose. They love this fucking uh, era. Oh, this is hard. This is some real throwback shit, though. It is, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'd be like walking through Tokyo in the morning listening to this, you know what I mean? I'd be like, duh, 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 duh. hey, how you doing, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that oh, no yeah. more. Right. Yeah, that's out. I was just listening to some like uh, some modern R&B shit, like a singer name. Uh, I think her name is Live.E, Live-E. Maybe it's Live-E but, or Live, but L-I-V period E. She uh, she rocks with like some of the weird abstract type of uh, beat cats like um, Black Noise, but it's like some real singing shit. There's no vocals on this. It's just beats. No, it's just oh, beats. Okay. Yeah, it's just like he's a beat maker, but it's R and B beats. And his name is RCA. RCA. Okay. Yeah, he actually connected me with um, Ski Beats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? It might be some yeah. little, you know, nookie music yeah. for you. Night, you know, nighttime music. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cats, like, yeah. Uh, a lot of cats make this vibe, but this is really kind of harder than a lot of cats I know to make it. You right? know what I mean? It's like that that yeah. that classic R&B yeah. that you used to. That Soul For Real. Word. That Bobby Brown, you know what I mean? Word. <laughs> After you play this, I'll go into one more track share and then we can get out of here and shit. Right. 
You are tuning in. You are tuning in to the Mega Lay Show. Oh. You got to put your sexy uh, answering machine on here. <laughs> I know how you're feeling, baby. Had a rough day. If you're kind of lonely today, just throw on some G Rilla beats. Shout out to RCA. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah word. Yeah, I fuck with this. Hey. Right, this would be nice driving. Driving to the beach or something. You know, sunset. Word. Yo, I just got a message from... Um, from Herb, you know, uh, Urban Aristocrat, Murray. Right. Uh, you know, he's doing the uh, World Living Room Radio shit. Oh, okay. With um, the World Living, Radi- Living Room Radio with joints with, with uh, Brooklyn Terry. That's Brooklyn Terry's okay. joint. Okay. And, and Tag does it too. Right. And he was like, yo, he wanted to talk about live streaming uh, Mega Late Show on World Living Room Radio. Maybe that okay. ties into what we're trying to talk about. Hey. So it sounds like a vibe. Word, word. Let me put this. Hold on. This chick, uh, Livey, she makes interesting R&B type of, or I guess I don't even know what the genre will be, but yeah, she sings. All right. Hey. I was actually gonna send this to Maya because I thought she might appreciate it. Yeah, you should. But it's like she got like 20 tracks on here and it's about a 50 minute album, short joints, all types of different moods. Now let me just bounce around some like. Hey. This song is called About These Pipe Dreams. <laughs> That's crazy. About these pipe dreams, huh? I don't know if she produced these beats herself or what, but it's a vibe. Right, it All is. of them is a vibe. Just keep jumping around. Hey. Your beat is hard. She kind of like uh, remind me a little bit about uh, like Albie, Abby Howlett. Mm-hmm. Abby Howlett. Abby Howlett, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Abby uh, out there in Australia. Right, right. What is the name of uh, Pistol? Something Pistol? Quartz Pistol. Quartz Pistol. Quartz Pistol. But (laughs) Pistol is spelled like the flower penis. Yeah. Like the male genitalia flowers, right? Pistol. (laughs) Pistol. Yeah. It do kind of got that El El Shimada fucking Abby Howlett vibe, right? Yeah. Some of the tracks do, at least. But peep this one right here. This is called Sir Lady Make Him Fall. That beat is dope. It is. Where's she from? I thought she just said she was from Texas, but I'm not sure. Okay. I found out about her through this um, this album called um, Remember that that Earl or no I played that for um, Johnny when he was here uh, Double L when he was here but this is Earl track off of this album called Black by this cat named Black Noise called Oblivion and I found out about her through that album he makes like these weird beats and she was on it and then she just released this album so uh, I checked it out uh, I was playing it this morning and I was like oh she got some joints on it yeah I like this beat it's it's like live but L-I-V period E okay no spaces the album is called Couldn't Wait to Tell You Couldn't Wait to Tell You yeah 
Yeah, put uh, put Maya onto it, man. She might appreciate it. I have show. I was gonna send it to her because I was like, I, anytime I find like some really dope female vocalist that's doing some real interesting shit, I'll be like, I should send this to one of two people. It's either gonna be Aphrodite or it's gonna be the Maya. So, let me put on another beat here. We can get we can get uh, we can get ready to go. Shit, it's already uh 30 Gonna go meet up with uh, Killer Teeth, Killer Verse. Hey. So uh, let's. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Mega Late Show. Thank Keep you. your eyes peeled for more the Bridge Mega Late Show collaborations. I want to see this happen more often, and and. As it continues to happen, my wife is going to keep on trying to push me to move to Okinawa. Uh, hey, that's, that's where the vibe. podcast is going to take off, right maybe, there, maybe, bro. Maybe, maybe. It's going to be the Mega Lake pod- Podcast Okinawa. Right, right. The Beat Wave. Right. Gonna, we we going to over, overrun them. We they, probably, got, they got we, the beat, right? We could probably do some real hip-hop shit out there, actually, right? to be honest with you. Yep. I, I'm, I'm mulling it over. We might end up joining you guys out there uh, in the wilderness, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, yeah, Mega Late Show podcast. Appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you for reaching out, consistently tuning in. Uh, send us a message. Tell your friends, tell your mother about this. Um, yeah, Tuesday, Fridays, uh, Mega Late Show episode 123. Here goes Buddha's social media informations. Hi, you can catch me at Buddha underbar underbar underbar. That's three underbars bridge. But my Buddha is spelled B double O D A H. Hey. Underbar, underbar, underbar. Hey. Bridge. You got catch my beat shit out at G Rilla Climax. G Rilla Underbar Climax. G R I L A. Oh, wait. R. G R I L L A H. Underbar Climax. Climax. You would spell that just, you know, normally. Common spelling for that one. <laughs> Yo, I had a track that I uh, I should play right now. Um, my homie Soul Dope. He made this track here. I'm going to play it. And this was... Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome back. He sampled right, me. So, let's do, uh, so here goes that. Musical type of shares. Who wants to? Who wants to? This, go is, a MC, this is a producer right, from... I actually wanted to play... From Los Angeles. And a homie that I met on Instagram... I don't remember how I caught up with this cat, but he's a cat from Los Angeles. Um, I think. I think he's from Southern California. It's called Big Floyd Soul Sweet. Dope. Soul Dope. 95. 95. 95. Yeah, go out to this. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's like hey. nine minutes, but play it. Mega Late Show, 123. This is Drake. He obviously don't listen to me much because he would know I dislike Drake a lot. But yo, his beats are dope. He's he's like my one of my top five right now. Favorite producers, so dope. Nine five. I think I'm big meat. Larry Hoover, whipping work. Hallelujah. One nation under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking star. I think I'm big meat.